Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by a very special guest, Lucas Herman, who is a sophomore on the UNH men's hockey team. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Lucas, and thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. How's everything going with yourself, and what have you been up to since the season ended a few months ago? Uh, everything's been good. Just uh, got to head home for two weeks. Haven't been home since August, so it was nice uh, after the season there, and now we're all just pretty much wrapping up schoolwork, getting ready for summer. That's awesome, man. I guess like any off-season plans besides hockey and training? Uh, not too much, really. So uh, head home and do some training there, come back here, do some training, take a class, and ready, get ready for the season. Awesome. And regarding your off-season plans, what do you hope to work on in your game? Is there any particular part that you're trying to improve on the most? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely trying to work on my speed and conditioning, just – something I've always struggled with. So always trying to work on that. Well, that's awesome to hear. And I want to transition a little bit and talk about the beginning of your hockey career and work all the way up to where you are now with UNH. So you're from Lancaster, New York. How'd you start playing hockey and falling in love with the sport? Uh, my dad played as a kid and through high school and everything. And he's just always been a big fan. And he just started us off skating, my brother and I, from as long as I can remember and just always started playing hockey in the backyard, mini sticks in the living room. Just we fell in love. My brother and I just always played it together and just never stopped. <laughs> yeah. And who was your favorite player growing up? Uh, growing up had to always been Ovechkin mm-hmm. ever since he came in the league, but obviously a big Buffalo fan. So grew up with guys like Danny Briere and Chris Drury, Ryan Miller. And it was always fun to watch those guys. Yeah, and speaking of Ryan Miller, he announced that he's retiring a couple of days ago. What's your reaction on that? And do you think he's the best American goalie of all time? Yeah, uh, it's definitely sad to see his career coming to an end. He was like my childhood goalie and always watching the games. You always, uh, Rick Jenner at the announcer, go crazy making when he make big saves and just something, little things you always remember. And uh, it's definitely, definitely up there for one of the best American goalies. Definitely. I think he is the best just because he had so much success in the NHL internationally and in college as well. Yeah, for sure. It's a Hobie Baker winner, you know. Mm -hmm. Most shutouts ever in college hockey history, which is crazy to think about. I think it was like 35. That's a crazy stat. Now, you have a brother that plays for Niagara. Uh, what, What was it like growing up with a brother who's also really good at hockey and just how did that help your hockey development uh, growing up in New York? Oh, yeah, I was definitely good. He's three years older than me, so he's always been bigger than me, like stronger than me. So it was always good just going in the basement, working out with him. He's always pushing me, and we're pushing each other. And it's definitely really helpful because he got to kind of go through it first and then help me along my way. So super grateful for that. And it's always been fun being able to play with them, especially. Yeah, is there any sibling rivalry that happens during the season or not really? Uh, no. Not really. We don't play them, but um, we played against each other in the Nall a couple of years ago. We were on the same team to start, then I got traded, and we played against each other. That's about it. It was a fun time. Definitely. Now, before UNH, you did play for the Nichols School. Uh, talk about your experience there, and what did you take away from it? Oh, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I met a lot of good friends through there, and um, just really, the coaches really just helped me develop, like, what I need to be to be successful as a player. Like, I know I'm not going to be a – big goal scorer, but I like playing the 200-foot game and doing the little things. And they kind of showed that to me and super grateful for all my time there. Yeah, and you also played in the North American Hockey League for two organizations, as you just mentioned. Uh, What was your experience like there overall, and what did you learn about yourself playing in that league? 
Yeah, it's definitely, I went in as a young underage, so it's definitely good to learn from guys, again, much older, and um, they've experienced juniors, and they just kind of helped me on my way through um, that journey, and I uh, definitely just learned a lot, like, how you need to play as the levels get higher, and um, yeah, it was a lot of fun, met a lot of good guys there, too, and can't uh, say enough about how much I love my experience there. And then you went on to play for the Madison Capitals in the USHL. How'd you get the opportunity to go to the USHL and play for Madison? Uh, so they drafted me out of the null and um, just uh, went up there for camp and ended up making the team. So it was uh, pretty black and white there. But um, yeah, so it was, that was a fun time in Madison too. Uh, just like the same thing. You go up another level, you learn a lot from the guys that have been around there. And it's just another another gear you got to kick it into be successful there so now what were some of the differences between the ushl versus the north american hockey league um a lot of it is um the null is a lot older usually so it's a lot um it's a lot stronger game like a lot more hitting and stuff while the u's got a lot more skilled players and uh the speed i think the speed in the ushl like the fast pace of the game is definitely a lot higher and how did the USHL help prepare you for college hockey with UNH? I think it prepared me a lot. Uh, you look at USHL rosters, almost everyone's committed to one, so it's basically like you're playing a college team every night. It's definitely not the same level as college, you know, but similar. So it was definitely good to see what it takes to be a good team in that league to try and transfer it over to college. Yeah, and uh, just what was your recruitment process like, and why did you go to UNH at the end of the day? Um, it was pretty um, pretty easy. I just, at the end of my season in Madison, I flew me out for a visit, and pretty much as soon as I got on campus, I knew it was where I wanted to be. Uh, it's a really beautiful place. It's kind of like it's not. Uh, it's a bigger campus, a lot of students, but it's not in like a city, which I like. And coaching staff was awesome. and got along right away, and I stayed with some of the guys overnight on my visit, and they were awesome too. And as soon as they offered me, I just knew I had to take it. Yeah, definitely. And someone you got to play with with Madison was Chase Brand. I guess, like, what was he like as a teammate, both on and off the ice? Because I found it interesting because I've had him on the show before. Yeah, Chase is awesome. Yeah, we're uh, we're good buddies in Madison. He's such a fun guy off the ice and on the ice. He's obviously super talented. He's unbelievable. Some of the stuff he could do. Um, so it was a lot of fun being out there on the ice with him, just trying to get better, learning from him too. And yeah, good stuff. And what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey? Was it the speed of the game or was it the mental side of the game, making quicker decisions with the puck? I was definitely a little bit of both. Uh, I've never been a really fast guy, so I was always working on my speed, trying to keep up with some guys. Um, and definitely the mental side, like everything happens so fast and um, guys have just been around so long. Hockey, <clears throat> guys have been around hockey for so long here and they just they just know how the game needs to be played, especially – uh, I'm coming into a new coach and they've been working with their coach like they know how he wants things so was, the uh, older guys were always super helpful and helping us freshmen out last year on finding ways like how to play you know but yeah I was definitely just a learning curve and takes some time. Yeah and UNH obviously has the Olympic ice sheet how did you adjust to that having more space uh, playing against college hockey players? Yeah it's uh it's a slippery slope. Some guys you don't want to leave too much room. I played against Zegers last year. You don't want to give him too much space in that rink. And uh, just it's a lot more work closing time and space. But when you're on offense, it's nice because you got that extra time and space. 
it's just crazy the difference going like say you play unh on a friday and then merrimack on a saturday they got a tiny little rink so it's it's tough adjusting but we like uh we like the olympic we try to use it to our advantage we get to practice on it day in and day out so we try to pride ourselves on our home games and talk about what it's like playing in hockey East and just the competition you face every night because it's obviously one of the best conferences in college hockey and i think it was proven this year with umass winning the national championship Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely tough. Every weekend's a battle. It's uh, anybody can beat anybody, really. You never know what's going to happen on the weekends. You got to be at your best every game. Uh, yeah, it's a tough division for sure. It's a lot of fun to play in, though. You play against a lot of great players. Definitely. In your freshman year, your team had a great start to your season. You beat about you beat the one of the top teams in the country at the time in Boston College, and then you beat UMass the next week. Just talk about how did that positive momentum, um, having that positive momentum start as a freshman, how did that help your development as a hockey player when you were with UNH? Yeah, it, like those are some of the most exciting games I've ever been a part of. Like, you know, going into the game, how good the teams are and they're ranked and all the stuff, you just get extra excited. And winning those games just really uh, gets you in a mindset of like, okay, like we beat one of the top teams in the nation. Like we, we're good. Like uh, definitely helped me just like, have some more faith and everything you know like confidence is a tough thing to have to have when you come into college because you're just really unsure and just trying to fit in with everything and uh, that just definitely helped everyone's confidence I think yeah definitely especially that win against but BC when Crookshank got that overtime winning goal I guess yeah. like what was going through your head when he scored that goal and just what was the atmosphere like at UNH when he scored because it's just crazy to think about how long ago it was with all the fans packed in that stadium yeah uh, that's, that's crazy. Um, it was electric. It was a zero-zero game too, and just waiting for that one to go in. That was before they changed the rule. So if no one scored in overtime, it was just a tie. So it made overtime goals that much more exciting. There's still five on five, five minutes, you know. And yeah, it was absolutely electric. It's crazy. Now, something else you got to do in your freshman year was you went to Northern Ireland. Uh, talk about playing over there, and what do you remember from that trip? Uh, that trip was unbelievable. It was just we got to experience Dublin our first night and we got to go like up to the northern uh, shores and just it's crazy it's just stuff you don't see over here and just uh, spending that time with all the guys in like a place none of us has really ever been was just awesome and uh, they did like we did, we played like a school time um, game so it was crazy watching all the kids they'd probably never seen hockey before and they're going crazy they had signs for everyone and the place was packed and it's a lot of passion in that city it was so much fun. Definitely. Now your team didn't make the playoffs in your freshman year. Uh, how did you use that? Not how did you use not being in the playoffs as motivation heading into your sophomore year this past season? Oh uh, yeah, we definitely we definitely thought we deserved to make it. Last year was so tight; like came down to the last couple of games of like if this team won or this team won, that means this team would get in. So it's it's crazy. It's right down to the wire. But yeah, we definitely we definitely didn't take it lightly and. Definitely tried to put it into this season, even though it was such a weird season. Um, yeah, again, we just take the motivation from that and just do our best to make it this year. Did it help that the hockey's playoffs were canceled last year, so it really didn't matter if you made the playoffs or not? Uh, it still stings the same because you know you wouldn't have been in it even if they were there, so mm -hmm. it's still tough either way. Yeah, now this past season was obviously very different because of the pandemic. How did you deal with all the challenges that your team faced this year, especially scheduling-wise, since you didn't know who you were going to play until the Tuesday yeah. before the game? Yeah, it was, it was definitely a weird year. Um, 
we just tried to not think too much into it. Like I think our team did a really good job of just blocking everything out and just coming to work every day, no matter what, no matter if we were playing on the weekend or who we were playing. And um, we just caught some tough bounces. Thought we, we had an amazing weekend against Maine the first week, and then we got all shut down into quarantine. And then throughout the season, just uh, periodically, we'd have guys get COVID and then they're down. We're missing guys for most of the season, no matter who it was. But it was definitely tough, but I think we – we did a pretty good job keeping a level head, just going into each game. Grateful that we're able to play. Some teams like ECAC didn't get to play. Our coach always reminded us how lucky we were. Yeah, especially because there was a few games where I feel like you guys had like a short bench because so many players were out due to injury or due to COVID protocols. Like, how'd you deal with that? It's uh, we used to, a lot of guys looked at it as an opportunity. Like a lot of time it was guys that play in the top six that were out and someone gets a chance and you don't want to, you don't want to give away that chance. So they just battle as hard as you can to try and show that you can be in that top six role. And I, we have a lot of friendly competition on our team. Everyone just wants to push each other. And I think it showed that we have a deep team and anyone can play in any position. Now, how'd you adjust not playing in front of any fans? And yeah, I guess how weird was that, especially at UNH because that's one of the best student sections in the country. Yeah, it was definitely really weird. It's so quiet, like TV timeouts, you can hear the other team talking, like, Everybody that chirps, everyone in the whole rink can hear it. It's just it's really weird at first. But I mean, once when you're in the game and you're playing, I guess like you don't really notice the crowd anyways. But when you're on the bench, it's definitely a weird feeling. Could you hear the broadcasters in the stands or not really? Uh, they're on the opposite side of the rink. I couldn't hear them, but maybe the other team could have. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting because, like, I remember going to a game a few few years ago, and I was right near the broadcasting booth, and you can hear what they're saying. And I always thought that would have been interesting as a player this year because um, no fans in the stands. So I was wondering if you had that experience. Yeah, no, that would have been cool though. Was it weird at Maine not having any fans in the playoff game? I feel like that was another place that would have been odd because those games are electric, especially because of the rivalry. Yeah, that was definitely weird because I remember just from last year when we played them at home. That place was so packed, so loud. They get it, especially when they play us, like that place just goes nuts. And yeah, it was definitely weird. Just the same thing. Like you can hear everything that's going on on the ice. It's just different. And something you were talking about earlier was how through and through overtime was introduced to college hockey this year. Uh, What was that like for yourself, having more space on the ice and having more offensive opportunities to score goals? I think it just makes overtime a lot more exciting. You know, it's just the five on five, I didn't really. Like a lot of games would end in ties, but I think you should have such a greater chance to score. It just makes like skill guys, they can go make their skill plays and just makes it a lot more fun. Yeah, definitely. And I'm not a big fan of ties. So that's one reason why I like the three and three is just because you got more results. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have to be a little more defensively minded in those three and three overtime situations? Because if you make one little defensive mistake, it can cause an odd man rush for the other team. Yeah. Things can just turn so quickly you can go from you can go from a two-on-one to the other team having a two-on-one in a split second it's just gotta we just pick a man stay on if you got the puck just be creative don't force anything if you don't like what you see turn around you got space to turn back so it's definitely a patience game in three on three now one game i want to talk to you about which happened in overtime was the game against umass lowell where it was like a 7-7 game and then angus crookshank got the overtime winning goal what was it like being a part of that game just that high scoring game and what did you take away from it overall oh it's a lot of it was a lot of fun obviously anytime one of your teammates gets four goals in a game let alone a college hockey hockey east game it was crazy um 
But yeah, we, we were down like five to three. Then then we went five, four, they went six, four, and then we tied it up six, six or something like that. It just shows you like, again, anybody can beat anybody just show anybody can come back on anybody. Just, I think that helped our team a lot going into the end of the year too, just knowing what we can do. Now in the playoffs, you played against Maine to start off the hockey's playoffs. Just talk about that game and getting that big win on the road. That was probably one of the most fun games I've played in, in my career here. It was just, it was a hard nosed game. Like they like to play a, like a bully style of hockey. They love hitting and they just love running their mouths, you know, that's the style of hockey I like, just super physical and in each other's face. And, uh, yeah, we just went in there knowing we were going to win. And uh, it was so much fun, yeah. You then lost to Boston College in the hockey's playoffs. So what did you take away from that game? And how are you going to use that game for next season uh, when you're going into the hockey's playoffs and trying to win the championship trophy? Yeah, it was another game that we thought we could have won. We had a little, we had a lapse of like five minutes where they popped three quick ones and then we battled back and got two and just couldn't end up getting that third one to tie it up. But it's definitely a tough way to end the season, but it was a good thing to build off of for next year. And every year we go into, we want to be a top four team in Hockey East and we know we can do it. Yeah, and looking back at this past season, what did you improve on the most regarding your game? Uh, I think confidence was a big one. Um, definitely when some of the guys went down and I got more of an opportunity to step up and play a little bit more minutes to help my confidence too, just knowing that I can play at this level and, um, definitely on the mental side of it too, just being ready for anything now. Cause we had so, there's so much unknown stuff with this season for everybody. Every team went through it. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was a crazy year. It just really showed me that some of the things I need to work on in the summer and just come back and be ready to go. Now I want to ask you about one of your teammates that you get to play with um, Jackson Pearson. He had such a great year this past year. What's he like as a teammate, both on and off the ice? He's unbelievable. He's such a good guy. He's just good Midwestern guy. Just so nice down to the earth. Um, yeah. He's a really good guy to have in the locker room. He's always, always fun to be around and on the ice. He's obviously super, super talented, so skilled. And uh, definitely just one of those guys that you look at and just want to up your, up your game so you can be on his level. And you also get to play with uh, Chase Stevenson. He's such a great guy and a great player. Uh, what's he like as a teammate? Oh yeah. He's awesome too. We're actually roommates. We were freshmen last year and we live together now, but yeah, he's awesome. And we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment where I ask you non-hockey questions. Uh, my first question to you is what is your favorite class at UNH? Uh, favorite class I'm taking, um, so I'm a Homeland security major and, uh, this year I took environmental security. It was just super interesting class. Just all about just like different hazards and stuff, hurricanes, all that kind of thing. That's interesting. Is that something you want to do after your hockey career? Yeah. I've always been interested in that and, uh, something like FBI, CIA, stuff like that. Now, this is kind of a hockey related question, but what's your thoughts on Tom Wilson last night uh, with the punch uh, and that scrum and I just that whole situation? I just found it interesting. I kind of want to get another hockey player's perspective on it. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, I see both sides of people like that it's super unnecessary and then people saying that it's just hockey, but uh, he was, Butch Nevis obviously was defenseless laying face down. That punch was unnecessary and then ragdoll and Panarin, like, uh, I don't know. It's tough. You gotta, you gotta draw the line at some point, but also you gotta understand like it's heat of the moment. It's hockey. Like it's a fight. Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, I thought, so I don't know. I thought Strom did the right thing though, and jumping on top of him after the punch, and just even though that whole brawl started, I thought he did the right thing because you, if you see that, you're going to be doing the same thing just because yeah. that's hockey. Yeah, hundred percent. And then the whole flex in the penalty box, like I see that's been game meme recently. Yeah, that's funny. That's that's funny, but like still. Mm-hmm. After doing that, I just saw Panarin's out for the whole season. Like that's tough for him. Like yeah, tough for the Rangers too. Definitely. Uh, another non-hockey question is: If you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I think we had to do a questionnaire last year saying having dinner with any person dead or alive. I think I said Elton John. I just. Mm-hmm. That was right around the time that movie Rocket Man came out, and uh, I, don't know, I just think he would have some crazy stories. Like yeah, he'd, definitely. It'd be fun. Like if he'd be a guy to love to pick his brain. What song would you want him to play to yourself? Oh, probably um, gotta be Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. That's a good song. Great song. Now, who is the funniest teammate you have on UNH? Ooh. Funniest teammate, huh? I would go with um, probably he's uh Charlie Kelleher. He's just always he's always been so funny and just he knows his crowds. He can make anyone laugh. He's just such a good guy too, and definitely him. Now, besides yourself, who has the best style on the team? Ooh, another tough one. I think. Um, Joe Hankinson's probably – he's my roommate, too. He's got some good style. I have to go with him. Who's the best trash talker on the team? Probably, again, Charlie Kelleher. He's just – he's so funny. He can he can just talk to anyone, so he's good at trash talking, too. Now, what music do you like to listen to on a general basis? Uh, I listen to a lot of, like, um, alternative, uh, some country, too. Been uh, a lot of alternative recently, though. Nice. Now, back to some hockey questions now. My first one to you is, what advice would you give a younger college hockey player or a young junior hockey player who is trying to make it to college hockey in the D1 level? Just the cliche stuff, just stick with it. You know, it's it's tough. It's really taxing on your mind and body just, just to make it. But if you just keep your head down and just work through it all, like, it makes everything so much better and easier. And Angus Cruikshank obviously just signed uh, with the Ottawa Senators. I got get your reaction on that. And are you going to be watching any of his any of his games in the AHL and in the NHL in the future? Yeah, I couldn't be happier for him. He's such a good dude. We were pretty close when he's here, and yeah, we've already watched a lot of his games. I uh, just get him up on the TV over at the hockey house and just get all the guys around. And yeah, he's really special player and really good guy. So I'm really really happy for him. We all are. Well, do you have any shout-outs you'd like to give to any of your teammates, friends, or family members? I know I mentioned some guys in the interview, but if there's anyone I forgot to mention, feel free to shout them out now. Uh, definitely all of them, all my teammates, my family, and everybody. Uh, yeah, I've had a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you so much for coming on, Lucas. I really appreciate it. I wish you all the best in the off season. Take care, stay safe, and I look forward to watching you play, hopefully in person, next year as well. Of course. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who listened to today's episode. I really appreciate it, and it means a lot to me. Make sure you follow our social media accounts, and I'll see you guys next time with another great episode. But until then, take care, everyone, and have a great day. Bye.
One step forward and another back I will never try to fool ya I'm one heartbeat away from going mad Girl, when you're looking like that Closer, closer I'ma get closer to you, yeah Got me, baby Got me hooked on you once again 